This is a HeadGum Podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Cheryl, we have so much to talk about. Yeah, we talk about a lot in this uh, podcast. There's a lot of murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to get away with murder. Yeah, Bricks. Ryan Gosling. Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Jury duty mm-hmm. comes up. Yeah. Nothing, nothing about the documentary came up. <laughs> <laughs> Do not listen hoping to learn anything. Oh, wait. I just realized earlier in the episode you said welcome to... Yes, that's what I was asking and you. And it wasn't the time to do it. Oh God my gosh, it. I hope that stays in Dude, again. I, ho- I really hope that it was, I really genuinely messed up and was confused, but mm. this is where you're supposed to say it. This is where you it. do it. <sighs> okay, shall we? <laughs> oh my said, God. You said it in the episode again. <laughs> okay. Ladies and jerks, welcome to the Jinx. The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst, Part 2, Episodes 4 through 6. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Tig. We left a lot of people hanging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We sure did. We have a lot to talk about today. We sure do. About Robert Durst. Mm-hmm. And that little killer. He's a killer. Well, we don't want to spill any beans. Although I will say, Uh this is going to be nothing but spilled beans. Oh, okay. So he's a killer. (laughs) Well, well, well. okay. Tig, I think we should just get right to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are dying to hear the second part of this. Uh, Whoa, watch what you say (laughs) on this podcast. Okay. Oh, shit. Watch what you say. Did not mean to say that. Um, okay, we're going through um, the jinx, the life and deaths, life and deaths of Robert Durst, part two, episodes four through six. I said it before, I'll say it again. Great title for a documentary. <laughs> the life and deaths. And deaths. He has nine lives, this guy. Mm-hmm. 
I mentioned last episode that I don't think I saw this, and I really don't think I saw this. By the way, what? I have been thinking about what you said. What did I say? And it is ridiculous because we have a podcast that it, if you look online, it's, it says a documentary podcast. That's like in our title. And <laughs> there have been several times when you're like, well, I wasn't going to watch it again because I saw it. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is what the whole podcast is about. And it's like, oh, like you're doing us a favor to watch the podcast, to watch well, the documentary. Well, you know, you feel like you walk away with a uh, <laughs> an overall feeling an overall feeling an idea of what <laughs> it was about this whole thing is about details i understand that so are all documentaries <laughs> <laughs> like which is you're... what drew us to our passion in the first place is detail <laughs> I love the people that write in all of the uh, reviews and they're like, look, you do not have to watch any of the documentaries because they don't even really talk about it. <laughs> Stephanie even texted me a screen grab of some review that she saw where somebody said that she sent the review and then she wrote hilarious. And then I wrote back, what? Because I wasn't quite sure what part of the review was hilarious. And uh -huh. she said, the fact that they're saying you don't even have to watch the movie. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, most of our reviews most say that. Our, <laughs> most of our listeners <laughs> never watch any of this. Although yeah. I did see, I read one person who mm -hmm. listened to all the podcasts. Yeah. Then decided to go back and watch all the movies and then re-listen to no. the podcast. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my that's gosh. That's pretty amazing. Well, and you know what's really interesting is hmm. in the intro, our theme song is mm -hmm. we acknowledge that it might be weird or surprising that you and I are friends. <laughs> Which, by the way... I don't know why that is surprising. Why is that surprising? I don't know. It is. It, it, I don't know. Why is Because it Thomas, our producer, he said mm -hmm. that to me once. He was like, "I, yeah, it's so, I was surprised that you and Cheryl were friends. And then people have said that also that write in. Yeah. And I just never thought about it. But why is why that? Why is that so strange? Yeah. I don't know. People don't see pictures of us on the beach and... Like hanging out in cafes. <laughs> no, people don't see pictures of me at cafes with anybody. They see maybe me on the beach with my family. But I mean, is that what it is to like? I guess if you're friends. But what is it about our personalities where people would say, because mm. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, you are very, what's the word? Intelligent. Oh, I was going to say flat, but I'll say intelligent. Oh, I mean, flat. flat flat in the way that your delivery is very um and you're you come on cuckoo like you're you you're floor you're like ah, i'm cheryl <laughs> i'm like oh boy so, so it seems like an unlikely pair yeah that these two are like oh boy you i gotta sit next to what's her name all night <laughs> did it ever strike you as weird that we were friends no that never struck me as weird at all until people were like, oh, it's an interesting, that's weird. That's weird. How that's come? a weird combo. What, what, yeah. And after I'd read that so many times, I was like, why is this so weird? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I feel like I don't get that with most of the people in my life. People are like, yeah. oh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I see and that. Then, I see that. And then with you, people are like, well, Whoa. that is bizarre. <laughs> Whoa. How did you Whoa. guys mean? Explain this. <laughs> All right. So Robert Durst. Yes. Is he still alive? Yes. yes. His court date is coming up Shh, this month. Don't spill the beans yet, Tig. You said Let, this no, episode. No, no, I know. I know, but I will give people a, a real <sighs> cut off, like pause it. But don't. So, let, so just, you're in charge of when we can spill yes, beans? People trust me. I have read the reviews <laughs> and they trust me. And I, there is at least one person out there that says, when Cheryl says, if you don't want a spoiler, pause it now. I pause it. There's at least one person that says that. <laughs> At least one at person. At least. <laughs> There's the signature Cheryl. <laughs> you know I'm serious when I drop yeah. it low. When she <laughs> talks like this. this <laughs> that You should be talking like that through an entire po- uh, documentary <laughs> podcast. Because it's all serious. First up, we have... All serious. The jinx. Do you want to do the intro? What do well, you mean? Where we? You want me to sing the theme song? Do I introduce? Do I say, ladies and gentlemen? Now? Oh yeah, yeah. This okay. is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Jinx: The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst, Part Two, by, Episodes Four through Six. Go ahead. Uh, and by the way, you're always the one that does that. <laughs> Spit take again. You oh are God. the one that always says, "And welcome to." I know, that but part. I didn't know if we were talking about. Um, introducing the film or not. Why don't we have a format yet? <laughs> I think we do. I just don't. It's confusing every Aren't time. we like six months into this podcast? Yeah, we've done a yeah. hundred and it's still, okay. Okay. So here's our It's a surprise int- every time. Yes. Should we mention that we have commercials now? Oh, you wanna? Okay. Yeah, yeah. because people will probably be like, what, what the, the ham? Uh, what the ham? <laughs> what the John ham? Wait, I did play, I tell I you my cousin and Mrs. Uh, did I tell you my cousin and Mrs. Uh, you have your brag about John Ham. I have a ham brag. Okay, I want to hear it. My cousin in Mississippi, who yeah. is a grown woman, found out two years ago that ham was not an animal. What? What do you mean? She thought ham was a type of animal. An animal <laughs> when you're having chicken, oh fish, ham. There's like a ham running around. There's a ham the running around. Yeah. Oh my. Wild God. ham. <laughs> Wild ham. Wow. Okay. I did a movie with John Ham. Did you have fun? He's pretty, yeah. he's pretty cute. I also did an episode of the Sarah Silverman program. My very first appearance on the Sarah Silverman program, John Ham was a guest star before he was John, John Ham. And he was the cable installer Ooh, whoa. and it was like one second that he was whoa. on i was a bigger shot than john ham wow okay. yeah okay john ham i went on a coffee date with john ham in an episode of curb your enthusiasm last season mm-hmm. so you guys might want to look into that <laughs> hey can we talk about pause the, the episode and go look into the John Ham date and the John Ham as the cable installer on the Sarah Silverman program. He is pretty cute. Okay. So let's mention to our listeners that we now have 
commercials in our yeah. show, which is you great have. news. People it love is. commercials. They're going to love these. Oh, and my it's gosh. Good. Listen, it's good for this everybody. This is a commercial for commercials. <laughs> we're, we're growing the show, you guys. We're growing. We're getting huge. Yes. And the money from the commercials goes into the gas that it takes to run this ship. Oh, ship. Podcast ship. With a P. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Ship with a P. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would never speak poorly no, about this not. podcast. With a P. No. And, um, and we're going to hopefully pick very good ads and great products and Stuff Let's that be you guys honest. We'll take like. anyone. <laughs> you have a product, we'll sell it. Get in touch with our producers, oh. Thomas and Gabby. Yeah, Gabrielle. And we will mm-hmm. peddle your <laughs> wares. <laughs> your wares. Okay, listen, we've got to get into this. Okay, we all right. So much right. to cover. So the jinx. The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst is a six-episode HBO documentary miniseries directed by Andrew Jarecki. It profiles New York real estate heir Robert Durst, who was accused of murder after the 1982 disappearance of his wife. Mm -hmm. Durst sat for over 20 hours of interviews with Jarecki, providing new insights into a decades-old mystery. You know, this Jarecki director. Yes. Fellow. Yes. Made a scripted movie about this killer. Oh, I've watched it. That means she really has watched it. If you hear how low her voice went last night. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Stephanie has seen it, and she said it's great. And then this guy makes a documentary. Yeah. My question, and Mr. Jarecki, if you're listening, please get in touch. And I know I have, you're listening. I, I no, know he is listening. I would love um, to talk to him. Yes, come I on have this so show. so many questions. Why are you so obsessed with this man? Of course, we all know why. Well, he wasn't obsessed with him. He just directed the movie. He didn't even write the movie. This is fascinating. So he, this movie called All Good Things... He mm-hmm. directed this movie. Mm-hmm. These two other guys wrote it. Uh-huh. And they didn't, I'm assuming they didn't know Robert Durst at this point. I mean, they just did this movie because it was an interesting story about sure. this, you know, millionaire, multimillionaire who. Everyone's dying around him. Yes. And then mm-hmm. he admitted to killing some man and cutting him into pieces and putting the body in trash bags. Which is a sure way to get off of other crimes. <laughs> well, it's, it's... Which it actually turned out to be. <laughs> yes. But but I have to say this. If, if you're thinking about watching that movie, All Good mm-hmm. Things, mm-hmm. you should watch it before you watch this documentary series mm-hmm. because it is so hard to watch because Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. plays... Plays Robert Durst. Uh-huh. And there are like sexy shower scenes and like Well now I'm not gonna watch it. And you're and you're thinking and and Kristen uh, Kristen Kristen Dunst. Kurt Russell. Kirsten Dunst. Kurt Russell. Kurt Home. She played opposite and those two are like the movie was a sexy <laughs> thriller. Okay. And it's really hard to It's less digest. sexy in the documentary. It's I would less say. It, it, it drops <laughs> a notch. It's <laughs> Until you wander into his pristine apartment. 
So Tig, what's so crazy about this is Tell Robert the crazy part. clearly watched this movie mm-hmm. where Ryan Gosling was playing him with like his six twin pack, <laughs> six pack abs, <laughs> like sexy, sexy, sex scenes, and he reached out to Jarecki and said, "Hey, I liked your movie." And not only that, but of course I looked it up after. Jarecki and Robert Durst did, remember when they used to do um, commentary for DVDs? Mm-hmm. They did commentary together for this movie. Wait, Ryan they, Gosling and Robert no, Durst? No, well, Robert Durst and, and Andrew Jarecki. Sorry, I couldn't stop thinking about um, Ryan, Gosling. Uh, Ryan Gosling because I'm not sure if I've told this story on this podcast <laughs> oh, or not, geez. but I have to tell you a Ryan Gosling story. Okay. I met him in a hallway in a hotel. Go ahead. My story's better. <laughs> when I was just starting out in Los Angeles and I was mm-hmm. an assistant at Sam Raimi's company, mm-hmm. director Sam Raimi. He's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Very. Ryan Gosling played Young Hercules mm-hmm. that was filmed in New Zealand and it was produced by Sam Raimi's company that I worked mm-hmm. for. And Ryan Gosling was a kid at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, one day, oh no, I came home to my studio apartment. I don't like building, where this is headed. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Gosling was <laughs> unlocking the front door to go into the building, and or punching in the code. <laughs> and I said, uh, Ryan. And he said, Yeah. And I said, Hi, I'm Tig. I I work at the uh, at Sam's company, and I deal with your stuff on the. U.S. side of things. Mm. And he was like, oh, wow. Yeah, my mom lives here. And when I'm in the (laughs) States, uh, this is where I stay. And so I was like, oh, how interesting. And it took me years to process that he's a grown man that's a sex symbol. Like, I still think of him as As a a child, as young Hercules. Lives with his mom. Lives with his mom in a studio apartment um, in the Miracle Mile area. All good things. Mm-hmm. You'll realize he's no little he's- child. <laughs> <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Quickly, Robert Durst. Uh, was married to this woman. She disappeared. Nobody knew what happened to her. And people thought it might have been Robert Durst. And then Robert Durst decided to sort of make himself disappear, go off the grid. So he moved to Galveston. And he decided to rent a rundown pristine apartment and by the way i filmed my tv show one mississippi partly in galveston and our assistant director wrote on some social media saying 
I don't know if he listened to the episode or what, but he saw this and he said, we filmed that this house was across the street from the church where we filmed. You mean Jarecki said that? The director? No, no. The assistant director from my show, One Mississippi, oh. said when we filmed in Galveston, Ooh. we filmed at the church and right across oh the street God. from the church was, was his weird little his, apartment. Was his, his weird house. Yeah, was his oh. pristine apartment. <laughs> I didn't know that. Ooh, aren't you yeah. glad you didn't know? Okay, you want to hear Robert Durst's voice for a second? And oh, I'd love about, to. He's going to talk about his disguises. Okay, let's hear Robert Durst. I'm a guy, so what is a guy going to do? I mean, I could grow a beard and a mustache, and I'd periodically worn a beard and a mustache in New York City, but I can't grow a beard and a mustache now. Oh. Can't do it by tomorrow morning. I would have to get some kind of a thing to put on my face, and I just couldn't imagine that any of that would act vaguely real. I just came up with the idea of a wig. Then, and then since I'm going to be a woman, I've got to be mute because I cannot sound the way I sound. See, this is where I always go to. This is the time to go nuts and just eat ice cream and uh, junk food and quadruple in size when you're on the run. You, oh, you cannot wait to be on the lamb so you can gain a lot of weight for your disguise. No, I don't want to be on the lamb, and I don't want to quadruple in size. But if you were on the I lamb, I think that's, that's what I would do. Listen, he even said it, he had to do it in one day. Uh huh. And I like the way he talks. Like, why are you being so idiotic? Of course, I dress like a woman. What else was I supposed to do? It's like, what? Why are you yelling at us? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that did. It. <laughs> And you just spilled the beans. Oh, did it? Meaning dress like a woman. Uh, oh I my see. God. Tig, I just inadvertently really spilled the beans. This, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yes. Okay. Yes. What would you do for your disguise, though? Mm. Cheryl. Well, another good disguise, I think, would be a punk rocker. Like get a mohawk oh, that's, that's, that's mm. hot. Well, pink. no, but you're calling a lot of attention to yourself. Right. But you can wear like crazy makeup and nobody's like going to. makeup. Yeah, nobody's going to think Robert Durst is walking around, you know, with safety pins in his ears and, you know, Sex Pistols t-shirt. By the the way, when he, they asked him, did he shave his, what did they say? Did you shave your legs? Oh, no, he shaved his eyebrows. He said, you shaved your eyebrows? And then Durst said, I shaved everything. So gross. (laughs) And yeah, why do you have to go everywhere with the razor? I don't know. I mean, you're... Are I, you sunbathing? <laughs> it was such a weird detail. It's Is like, he in okay. a bikini on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> and he thought shaving everywhere would be what would hide that he's male? It was so creepy. So he goes on trial in Galveston. Mm-hmm. He yeah. hires the best attorneys. And he tells people, yes, I did... Chop up a guy. Chop up a guy and put him in bags. But what was I supposed to do? What does that have to do with anything else? <laughs> I didn't else? mean to kill him. He was trying to kill with me. With self-defense. With self-defense. That is not the behavior of somebody <laughs> capable <accidentally> of <laughs> killing everyone that comes near them. Okay? I mean, is that your go-to? If you're like in a struggle with somebody in your apartment and you accidentally kill that person is your next move (laughs) (laughs) 
the only move you have now is oh shit. Gotta go now, get a bow saw. <laughs> I gotta now I gotta saw this guy up and put I, him in I gotta get rid of these limbs and this <laughs> frustrating head that's uh I mean that just takes it to a new level and then what's crazy is mm-hmm. that the jurors listened to all of it and said, Yeah. That's that sounds right. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I, and I guess yeah. that's what I would do. I wouldn't I wouldn't know right away that I would be caught murdering someone. Uh, not murdering, but self de- like if it was self defense, right. you would call the police. Yes, and you call would say that um this person was Just, trying to kill me. Yes. So I had be- to saw their no, that's before you start sawing. But I had to shoot him. I had to shoot him. By the way, because you would want help. You would want somebody to help you yeah. remove the body from your pristine apartment, would you not? Yeah, um, yeah if it was that clean, I would not <laughs> want a bloody body on the floor of my luxury apartment. I guess it's not luxurious, but it's... It was pristine. I mean, you could eat off of the floor. <laughs> I like that they did. They did pull up the tile, and there was, like, blood. You and like that? Well, I mean, yeah, I did like that. Mm-hmm. I did. Because, I mean, it almost seemed like he wanted to get caught. Well, there's a lot of behavior that seemed like he wanted to get caught. Mm-hmm. He seems like a smart enough guy yeah. that in ways, not emotionally intelligent, but he seems smart enough. Mm-hmm. You would think that he would have done the research of like, can you chop up limbs and put them in bags and toss them in the ocean? Without them floating back. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, that seemed like a rookie mistake. Even I, I feel like even I'd put a brick in there. They, everyone just heard you say that. Well, I don't want people to think that I've thought this out, but... And why I, do people keep throwing bodies in the water? It, does that make them go away? I mean, don't bodies sink? Or they, I guess they float. Yeah. But it feels like murder stories, people are always finding a boat washing up. Yeah. I mean, not a boat, a body. Well, there's probably boats right, out there, because, but bodies... Yeah, there's a tide. No, I'm There's familiar a- with tides. I just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, You're why, why do the people killers? Keep... You probably shouldn't murder someone. Let's start there. Let's start. Let's there. Let's start with don't try, try not to murder. Put anyone. the gun put, down. Put the gun down. Put the try, gun down. Put it down. To, try not to murder anybody. Mm-hmm. And then, if it does happen accidentally, call someone. Who? You know. <laughs> murder hotline well i mean call someone <laughs> well, or if you work at a hardware store and someone buys mm, a, bow, a saw, bow saw and trash call bag, someone zip ties or never that's always a problem when you see somebody coming in you watch these murder shows right and that's what they do they go in and they, they buy zip ties and duct tape someone yeah. buys duct tape call the police <laughs> call someone I mean, I'm just wondering, would your first call be to the police if you actually accidentally killed somebody? Or would you call someone else first? If it was accidental, I would probably call Stephanie mm. if I accidentally killed somebody. Like, say you were over having lunch 
and you to another. came at me for something or another <laughs> steak knife. and then I had to shoot you. I guess that's not accidental. That's in self-defense. Like if our lunch, if our lunch fight escalated, escalated and you were like, Ooh, I cut an artery. I got a shooter. Oh, I thought you were stabbing me. Oh no, oh. I was shooting you. Oh, I had the knife. I shot your hand that the knife was in. Whoa, and then I bled out. And then you were just like, I can't believe you shot me. And then oh, like, do I get a speech at the end before yeah, I die? Yeah, but then I shoot you in the other hand. <laughs> in the middle of my speech. Yeah. I'm giving my dying speech and you're like, yeah, I can't. And, and your sandwich goes flying. <laughs> you have a knife in one hand, a sandwich in the other. I shoot the knife hand and then boom, shoot the sandwich hand. <laughs> Wow, you are a sharp shooter. Am I still giving my speech? I wandered off. I got <laughs> I got bored. You had to make a private call. You I didn't want to, me to hear I, this. I had to go re-load um, my gun. Oh, my God. Yeah, I only had two bullets. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like you know a lot about guns now. I do? Yeah. You're already thinking about reloading a gun. That's that's Well, I did have a BB gun. As a kid, mm. I had a BB rifle, and mm. you pour like a hundred little metal balls BBs. in there. You You're you start to know a lot about guns, okay? Jeez, okay. why are you yelling at me? Well, this is really taking an interesting turn. I feel like it's bringing out like the murderers in us. And if you murder someone, they're going to mm. go right to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> it is going to be so awkward because that is what they're going to play on every mm-hmm. news episode outlet do you feel like your murder would get picked up by every news outlet yeah yeah okay yeah don't you think yours would um yeah of course if you murdered me then it would oh, get I picked have up to on yeah then you this person then you'd, then you'd get picked up on every <laughs> god <laughs> if you shot off your hand a- even a stranger, even a normal normal is not a good word but somebody who's not in the public eye hmm. If you shot off their hands, mm-hmm. I think that would make national headlines. Not using it in the right context, but... Not in a sexy way. <laughs> not, not in a sexy way. But yeah, I think... Uh, so yeah, I mean, now I feel like we really can't commit any crimes. Because, pew, pew. <laughs> because they'll play this and it'll we'll look so foolish. <laughs> um. So Susan Berman... But, but we'd... Get a lot of money for advertising. <laughs> Our numbers would be through the roof. Our numbers would skyrocket. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, listen. So he gets off. Okay. He and now there's this woman named Susan Berman who is his friend, mm-hmm. who turns up dead in Los Angeles. Yeah. And there is a um, a handwritten note that was sent to the Los Angeles Police Department. They didn't find her. They got the letter. They got the letter that said, on the front, it said Beverly Hills, and Beverly was spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. And then the, le- I mean, we're calling a it a letter. Word. It's a note. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it just said, <laughs> I think it just said cadaver. Cadaver. Yeah. Like an address. Yeah. What if the most buffoonery police officer opened that envelope and was like, <laughs> What's this? Hmm. And then just tossed it. I mean, truly, when I saw that, I I thought... You thought it would be easy to overlook because it was very... uh, It it wasn't like... Ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like writing a letter to Santa 
and just writing <laughs> Santa on the envelope. Right, because it really did just say like police department. What or would something. Santa do if he opened up an envelope oh, that said cadaver? Santa. Santa. <laughs> By the way, one of the reviews, and I know I'm really talking about the reviews, but somebody really nailed what my problem is. Oh, I'd love to know. <laughs> All these years later. What well, is it? Tell appa- us. Apparently, I have a hard time when I have to say a, a, a word that ends with a W and then the next word starts with an R, like rainbow room. So you have to really concentrate. Or like, I don't know, bow, rain- bow ranger, bow ranger. Can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> say rainbow bow. room, bow say- ranger. Okay. Well, anyway, so we we figured that out. (laughs) No, our listener figured that out. (laughs) So, okay. So now Jarecki Mm -hmm. is sitting down with Robert Durst, you know, doing this whole documentary about him. And and Jarecki likes Robert Durst. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you just love Jarecki in this? Because he was one cool customer yeah, yeah. please Jarecki please Jarecki come please. on you know we could easily reach out to him but let's just let's beg just see through a, he... a low rent podcast <laughs> please let's just see if he's listening so Jarecki and his crew they're really investigating this trying to figure out what's going on which is kind of strange because it doesn't seem like the police are doing all that much, does no, it? No. And they found a note in Susan Berman's apartment that was from Robert Durst. They meaning Jarecki. Jarecki uh-huh. and his crew. Yeah. That he had written to Susan Berman and it said Beverly Hills spelled the same way. Wrong. That it was spelled on the cadaver note and the handwriting and the handwriting was exactly the same here's the part that drove me insane i can't believe we had to analyze the handwriting (laughs) (laughs) anything different it was like he had his own stamp that misspelled words I am glad they did because one of my favorite moments in this, and I don't know if you caught it. So the handwriting analysis analysis guy, he compared it, Mm -hmm. and then he said, and I want you to listen, that it was bang on. (laughs) The N's, the more distinctive characteristic. Let's take a look at this one right here among our questioned items. Waste and of this time. one right here. I mean, I, I would say they're pretty bang on. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Uh, no, but that they're bang on. He probably Is that a has saying? to defend bang on the way I have to defend tump. Tump. Yeah. I mean, bang on. That was bang on. Bang on. I wonder if it was one of those moments where you say something oh. and a second later you think, well, that's not the saying. But you don't correct yourself. <laughs> like he meant to say right on or yeah. and bang, we had him. And then it just ended up and it was bang on. 
Yeah. There's I mean, no... I had to rewind it because I'm like. Oh, see, I didn't care that much. Oh, our, oh. our producer, Thomas, is what making us say? look like fools on national oh. podcast. <laughs> so the definition of bang on. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. It is exactly correct or appropriate. So he used it correctly. I mean, boy, do we look like fools. (laughs) (laughs) I am so embarrassed. I I I, truly don't know what to do with myself. It was bang on. It was bang on. I've always thought it's so interesting when you have never heard of a word or a saying or even a factoid. Um. (laughs) And then people make fun of you or tease you about it. And it and I always am left feeling like, what, just because I wasn't around when people said that word or that saying, I am foolish? No, but I bet there's not one person listening that's ever... Oh, boy. Here come ever- the flood of emails. <laughs> if not handwritten, handwritten letters... To Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> and that says, uh, you guys were bang on. Bang. Should we it's send hard. a letter to the Beverly Hills Police Department? Police, you know they must have had some after that. Yeah. That you just open it and it's like, hi, <laughs> hi, y'all. No cadaver at this address. <laughs> no cadaver. <laughs> or we could, we could send an envelope that says Beverly Hills Police Department and put a picture of ourselves and say, hey, you should listen to our podcast. <laughs> No, I, I would no. hope that they would arrest you immediately just okay. for being an a-hole. Listen, now is the time I'm going to tell people, mm-hmm. all the people that do not want to know what happens, mm-hmm. because it is a nail-biter. Is it, it not? is a nail-biter. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. It is Miss Cheryl Hines here on... Tig and Cheryl, it, 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 true story. Starting now, it gets it gets crazy balls. Okay, I mean it was already crazy balls. This guy Robert Durst is a nutter butter. But if he's uh, listening, you have heard his feelings <laughs> for sure. You have for sure heard so his feelings. Now is the time to pause. Okay, and then we're going to tell you what happened. So, so Jarecki and their crew, they were going to confront Robert Durst. Mm-hmm. And see what he said. I have the hiccup, so I'm not going to talk for a little while. Oh, my God. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> Our podcast gets better and better. More and more professional. So now, though, Durst doesn't want to go back. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Take <laughs> <laughs> You are so ridiculous right now. I have the hiccups. <laughs> could you could you be any less professional? No. Okay. So Durst doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to come in and do any more interviews. And then Durst, uh-huh. he breaks a restraining order against his uh, brother. Because mm-hmm. his brother is like, wow, my brother's nutballs and I feel unsafe. And if he crosses this line, he should be arrested. Well, of course, Cuckoo Bird crossed the line. And it was all on camera. And um, Jarecki had footage. So now Robert Durst had a reason to talk to 
Jarecki because now he needed him sort mm-hmm. of on his side. I like to pretend sometimes that I don't watch the movies and you just are telling me <laughs> what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, you can jump in. Are your hiccups gone? Yeah. Or are they, you not allowed to say it out loud and they come back or something? No, no, they, they cleared up. Okay, so you want to tell people what happened? When? Oh, my God. Did you what? hear my big lead up? Uh, I'm letting ag- you have the, I'm I know, letting you have ag- the big. Say again. Oh, my God. I, it was distracting to have hiccups. Robert Durst okay. sits down again, mm-hmm. and he has a habit of talking to himself, yeah. Robert Durst. Yeah. And in this documentary, mm-hmm. they even said to him, Robert's attorney said to him, hey, you've got your microphone on. You can't talk to yourself because everyone can hear you. Yeah, because he, he walks around mumbling and, and yes. they catch everything. And are yes. you teeing me up to say the big ending? Well, I don't know if you're going to give it a, as much enthusiasm as it deserves. And I'm, I'm Well, I feel it. like you're attacking me um, for having the personality that I have, <laughs> which is what drew you into this friendship in the first place. <laughs> I never said that. And now the... We have a podcast, and now that we're... I just did all the he- heavy lifting for this whole hour, and you're about I to get all the glory. I had hiccups for half of the episode. You're about to get all of the glory, like okay. you did it. Go ahead. And so he um, oh my God. went to the bathroom. Okay, but wait. What? Jarecki, this is what's crazy. Oh, okay. Andrew Jarecki mm-hmm. was, was starting to, in his own way... I don't want to say freak out because it sounds like he was doing something crazy, but he was he was stressed about mm-hmm. this interview yeah. because for the first time he realizes Robert Durst killed those people. Yeah. And they have evidence. And if, if you're listening and you want to pause it right now, <laughs> beans are a flying. <laughs> there are so many beans. Oh my God. Careful. And, there's another bean. And Jarecki is like, wow, this is going to be difficult. Yeah. To sit across from him, this guy that he liked yeah. up until he realized he was a murderer. Yeah. And confront him with those two envelopes. Jarecki, please get in please, touch. Please, Jarecki. And so. And so he did. But tell them about when he did. What? What do you mean? Tell them about when he when did. When Jarecki uh-huh. showed Robert Durst the two envelopes and said, did you write this? And he said, yes. Did you write this? Yes. Well, you just told everyone. But he was like, Robert Durst was being so weird and like burping. I know. It was disgusting. So once again, it's very hard to go back and watch Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it doesn't add up. (gasps) Yeah, I guess you're right. You should watch Ryan Gosling before you watch this because... Yes, because you cannot watch it after. Yeah. It's not... Cute. I mean, I've never seen the other one, but I'm starting to realize how jarring it would be to it go is, watch that after this. Because they call it a romance, like a romantic thriller. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes mm-hmm. into the bathroom mm-hmm. and he's miked mm-hmm. and he starts mumbling to himself. And oh, he do says, we have that? Can... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we, we probably do have it. Should we? Okay, here. So, yes. Yeah, so, he goes into the bathroom. You're right. We just got a 
confident nod from our producer Thomas. Okay, that we seriously, do... turn this off if you don't want to know what happened. Yeah, if you if you want to live your life not knowing what we've already told you ten times <laughs> in this episode, then <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl, Mm-mm. you shouldn't drink. I can't drink water when you talk. Okay, mm-hmm. okay here we go. There it is, your cord. Right, of course. But you can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I think he's washing his hands. How dirty were they? What's it? Very. Disaster. <clears throat> Burp. <laughs> Did he just say end the burping? Yeah. I'm having difficulty with the question. I'm having difficulty with the question. What question? He's just going over this in his mind. Things he could have said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kill them all. Of course. Kill them all. Of course. Can you imagine being the sound guy? Or girl. Listening. Or the sound person. Or non-binary. The non-binary lean. Could you imagine... The sound person listening to crazy Robert Durst in the bathroom confessing that he killed them Through all, burps. of course, uh-huh. and the burps. Ugh. So, I mean, when you watch the documentary, it is like the last, the last 20 minutes of the last episode are just, I mean, they're just crazy off the charts. Yeah. The whole movie is so well done. The whole series, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think Jarecki's going to do Robert Durst on ice next? <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? Do you think Durst is going to go to jail for the Durst rest? Durst is in, well, I, well, I mean, is, for the rest of his life. Well, he he's, what, 77 now or something? Well, I haven't kept track of his oh, age. Oh, I have. But his his court date is April twelfth. Is that right or twenty first? Yeah, it's coming up because it was supposed to be this time, like around this time last year, and they COVID. decided to, to table it for a year. Yeah, he gets lucky left and right that one. By the way, one of the jurors in Galveston, mm-hmm. when they were asking, you know, oh, how could you guys let him go? And the juror said, "That is one of the most unlucky people." He just thought that Ro- that all the people around Robert Durst <laughs> were dropping just like flies, magically being died. murdered, <laughs> or magically <laughs> murdered, and it's just bad, bad luck on his part. That's insanity. But because of this documentary, he was arrested. Yeah, isn't that crazy how that works, though? Because he was just in a bathroom stall burping and talking to himself. He could say anything, right? Like he could say, of course I didn't do it. 
Yeah, and would that make him innocent forever if he was in a bathroom stall saying, "Well, I am so I guess innocent." <laughs> I guess between that and the um, handwriting. The bang-on handwriting samples. Listen, I don't need yeah. more advice. Or not advice, but uh, evidence. Oh. Look, I believe that he is guilty. I was watching, thinking, gosh, is there going to be some sort of twist? And there wasn't. I And I don't need more evidence that he's guilty. I just think it's interesting that he's not in, you know, a courtroom or anything like that and he's just in a bathroom stall burping and saying i killed them all and i and i, I was just thinking all. yeah if he was just in there well, saying i am innocent and if somebody asks me another time if i killed everybody in my life i'm going to kill like, them like that hold up and then the, his attorney would be like uh roll the tape yeah he roll the tape mumbled he was, to himself he mumbled to uh, himself <laughs> with his pants to his ankles he didn't think he, anybody was listening. That's right, but we heard him. You know, like, <laughs> how is that? Well, you know, it is it is interesting because one of the things that I think is fascinating about attorneys and trials mm-hmm. is the reason he got off in Galveston was because his attorney was like, he's not on trial for did he cut up the body and put it in, in trash bags. So... Take that off the table. Yeah, Don't think has about nothing that to do part. With it. Nothing to do with it. It is just, do we know for a fact that he killed this guy? And they said, well, I guess we don't know for a fact. So even like this, which by the way, you know what I was thinking? What? I just got a jury duty notice. Oh boy. What? I mean, I'm going to call and say I'm ready to do jury duty. Because imagine, what if I got picked? Because he's in LA. He's in LA? Yes, Robert Durst is in L.A. What if I got picked for the jury? And by the way, I might have to, would I have to lie and say I've never heard of him? You know, when they ask you if if you know anything about it. Well. Or you say what you just said and said, listen, I do know about the case, but does that hold up? A guy mumbling to himself in the bathroom? Mm -hmm. Maybe his We'll be right back after these messages. (laughs) But I am excited about... Your jury? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not going to be this, but we don't know for sure. No, it could be something even more interesting. But I guess when you, I guess when you've got like this, a trail of dead bodies, mm-hmm. you know, the missing wife and then... The best friend and the, the next door friend. neighbor. <laughs> a lot of people that are very close to... I mean, how can you not consider that? As a juror, do you think? Well, I think they face, considered it. I mean, as a juror, uh-huh. I think their attorney, his attorney, will probably say, "Forget all of that stuff." Listen, the guy that can kill someone out of self-defense and chop their limbs off and their head, put them in bags and toss them in the ocean, mm-hmm. is not the cold-blooded <laughs> murderer <laughs> that. that- think he is (laughs) you think he is okay i mean it is true he even said yes of course i cut up the body how else was i supposed to get it out he was using a lot of reverse psychology yeah like don't be stupid of course i chopped him up (laughs) he's like what else how else am i gonna hide the body dumbasses guys guys what else am i supposed to do i mean it was really it was an amazing documentary i was left with very few options here okay (laughs) 
Self-defense killing. I gotta chop this guy up. What else am I gonna do? And then, of course, he can't help himself but to break his restraining order. So it's like, he wanted to get caught, right? Mm-hmm. He knew that microphone was on. I don't think he did. The stuff he was saying was so insane. I mean, it made it seem like he's got a dual personality or something, right? Well, you'd have to be able to shut something off in your head. Yeah. To I've heard that it takes, like, 30 minutes to decapitate somebody. Oh, my God. Where would you hear that? Who are you talking to? What parties are you going to that that's the conversation you've had? Why do you assume <laughs> I go to parties? <laughs> I've just heard it takes a long time but to from get... from whom? Who told you that? How does that come up in a conversation? I... No, I don't know. I Somebody just... To- oh, I know. Somebody told me... <sighs> That they made one of the biggest mistakes of their life. Oh, God. I don't know. And they watched no, no. someone get decapitated on, on. on a video. They Mm-mm. said their morbid curiosity let them watch that. And That's then so it ruined their life. That is, of course, it's going to ruin your life. Can I tell you what I stopped myself from watching once because I thought it would color my life my stand-up special (laughs) i've heard about crazy donkey shows in tijuana have you heard about these no okay what what is it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it It sounds vegan um listen it has to this is what i this is what i heard and Mm. i started typing it into my computer and then i thought uh (laughs) (laughs) i thought if i die in a car wreck today and then they look (laughs) They were like, oh, Cheryl, what was the last thing she was working on? Oh, the the don- this donkey sex show in Tijuana? Like, that is not who we thought she was. And I would say, that sounds like Cheryl, all right, when the police exactly, call. That's exactly who she was. <laughs> People contact. Oh, my gosh. When you die, if there's ever a documentary, please... Please, someone interview me, and I want to say the weirdest stuff about you <laughs> to really confuse people about who you are. Oh, oh but yeah. I, but I, I she loved to, I, a donkey sex. <laughs> <laughs> she was saving to go to Tijuana. <laughs> but, I, you know, there are things that you Never can't see happier. is the point. <laughs> the point is... Well, there right, are yeah. My friend okay, so said don't, he can't so don't. unsee yeah. that. And he so said stop that talking it, about it. I don't even want to hear about it again. Oh. <laughs> it's too... It, <laughs> oh. it's too, It conjures up too much... Uh, no, I listen, I know. Okay. So the point is, it is a uh, long and laborious Task. <laughs> so... What a normal person might go, you know, this, this is, is going to take too, too much, long and I can't, it's too, it's too much on my emotions. I have a it's zoom at on, five, <laughs> but not Robert Durst. Mm-mm. God, that really took, I feel I'm exhausted. Are you ready for some happily ever after thoughts? <laughs> I think we need some final thought. We need to, we, yeah, we need, we should have ha- ended this a while ago. This friendship. <laughs> we should have ended this friendship 10 minutes ago. Um, okay. That was 
is when it all came to a head for us. <laughs> it was 10, literally to a head. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Tig. Sorry, donkey sex show. Oh, freak. My God. I didn't see, I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. Okay. You probably went to the library computer to watch it <laughs> so nobody could trace it back to you. But then also, have you ever looked up something weird on your computer and then suddenly you get these advertisements? Like what? You know. Well, no. Like what? You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, well, no. On. Like what? Like, you know, any type of sex chat or something. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm confused. To- You're saying you look up sex chats? No, I'm saying if you look up anything weird... Okay, for and instance. I'm saying like what? Okay, for instance, okay. on Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh-huh. they there was a whole episode about a sex doll. Mm-hmm. And they had to buy all these sex dolls mm-hmm. for the show to see. Because some of them were too real and it wasn't funny and then it just looked creepy. So you went home and Googled. Well, we're looking up, you know. How much does a sex doll cost? Yeah, and it's weird they do weird they do weird things but the point is tig if you go down that sort of rabbit hole mm-hmm. you will end up with some pop-ups and you don't know when those things are going to pop up you could be talking to somebody or checking your email next oh, to somebody can i just tell you before mm-hmm. we have happily ever after yes years ago this guy who built my um website my original website yes Barely ever talked. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy, friend of a friend, computer guy, did mm-hmm. not say a word. Mm-hmm. I would go over to his house, to his apartment, to give him the edits for the new mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. you know, as my Website, tour. Yeah. yeah. You and I was sitting down next to him, and I can't express enough how much he did oh. not talk. Oh, God. And while he was working, <laughs> oh. this. Mm-mm crazy porn window popped open <laughs> on his computer page <laughs> and, and we were both silently sitting there while, while he was trying to click them closed and they just kept popping up <laughs> and he wasn't saying anything and I wasn't saying anything <laughs> and it was just going nuts <laughs> On his screen, and then he finally got them all closed, and then he continued to... And he didn't say anything? No. That's why I said I can't express enough how much this guy... uh, He might have said something like, oh. (laughs) And it was so graphic and insane what was going on, and I was sitting there. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. No. He's still my Uh, webmaster. <laughs> well, not you true. know, not true. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, Tig, did you cry? <laughs> no. No. Did you? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, well, who were you attracted to? Jarecki! Jarecki! Is this the first time we've That agreed? we both agree. I can't believe our taste all... Like came t- together for Jarecki. Yeah. Well, when you watch this for the first time, you see Jarecki. He kind of looks like a character out of a '80s movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot 
I don't know why I forgot that we do who are you attracted to and did you cry? But as soon as you asked me, did I cry? I was thinking, that's weird. But then I remembered that's what we do at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure it makes lots of sense to most I think, listeners. I think our listeners enjoy it. Mm. Um, but so that's our type together is Jarecki. Yeah, Jarecki. Nice. Wow. Because he's smart. Mm-hmm. And he's a cool customer. But there's other smart people that have been in documentaries that we That's haven't. That's true. Yeah. So That's true. what is it? He's got the je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Jarecki, get in touch. <laughs> With the Tiganish Cheryl. Sandwich. <laughs> oh my God. I really hope he never hears this. Actually, I hope he hears it up until a certain point and then turns it off. He's listening to the whole thing. Um, who would you invite over to dinner? Is this going to be Jarecki? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your biggest takeaway? Mm. I think it's use a brick. Yeah, use uh, a brick. In, <laughs> if you're going to try to throw something in the ocean in a plastic bag. Use a brick. Use a brick. But it might be hard to throw the bag. Well, uh, the body's obviously uh, heavy, too. It's uh, highly unlikely the brick is what tips the weight. I mean, did he go out in a boat? Cheryl, I wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, it's not a good plan. Let's just, let's take... T- Stop let's killing take- people. That's the <laughs> yeah, takeaway. <that's> the- <laughs> <laughs> Stop killing just- people. Instead of giving tips on how to sink a body, Cheryl. Okay. That is our biggest takeaway. It's just... Use a brick. (laughs) That's your takeaway. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, look. Do we have time for one true fan mail? Sure. Okay. Uh, This is from... Quinn MCI or MCL. Anyway. Doesn't Uh, matter. I'm loving your Jinx coverage this week and looking forward to next week. I really tried to have this joke catch on, but no luck yet. When a friend and I say the same thing at at the same time, instead of saying Jinx, I say rubber durst. (laughs) No one ever laughs except me. And that's all that matters. Maybe one of you will love it and get it trending. I do love it, and I am going to get it trending. Do you love it? Um, hmm. You're, you're not going to try to get a catch it. on. Robert Durst. 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 <laughs> oh, it yeah, is. I think it's, it, you think it's what? It's red. Robert Durst. Durst. I think it's good. I like it. So it, so keep them coming, you guys. The reviews and the comments and the messages. I can't tell you how much I love them. Are I you going to cry? Them. Not this, not today. Okay. I'm too, I'm too worked up about all of it. The murder, Jarecki. I'm really, I'm exhausted. Yeah. We were on a roller coaster. Yeah. And uh-huh. let's keep posted on on Durst. Yeah. <gasps> and oh. I'm going to tell you if I get picked for uh, jury duty or not. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find out if you're not around to record to do a podcast. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you want to uh, promote anything other than b- bricks? <laughs> what if brick sales went up through the roof? After this? Like these guys love talking about bricks <laughs> and zip ties. Um, you know, you can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Look at me. I'm, I'm saying it. 
You can watch Suburgatory. I was on that, uh, but I thought whoa, I was on. not this again. I was on, I thought I was on two and a half girls. Two and a half. Oh, broke two girls. ladies and a broke, oh, yeah. Um, Tig, what do you have to promote? Oh, One really? Mississippi, my okay. TV show Let's on Amazon. Current. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Mm. I'll be in a movie that's coming out mm. very soon called Speaking of Corpses and oh. Cadavers, Army of the Dead. It's going to be out May 21st on Netflix. That's exciting. Is this a zombie movie? It is. Mm. Are you a zombie? Or you can't tell us? I'm No, I'm a helicopter pilot. Yeah, but can't zombie... Well, not, I don't spill beans. Pilot. That's what you do. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, guys. We did it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Great. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kopasich and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can also email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. Next week, we will be talking about Honeyland. That was a HeadGum Podcast.